welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And our friend Ryan is joining us again. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you for having me. And today we're going to talk about the new Pixar film called Luca. And Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. So Luca is streaming on uh, Disney+. Plus. It's directed by Enrico Casarosa. And it stars Jacob Tremblay as the titular Luca, uh, who's a, a young fish kid, <laughs> teen, what have you. And he's got a little fish family under the, wa- under the sea, as, as we might say. And uh, it's interesting. So in this movie, if the fish go above water and like get on the land and dry off, basically, mm-hmm. they become, they look humanoid. And Luca does that one day and he meets another fish slash humanoid named Alberto. It's played by Jacob Dylan Grazer. Um, and they kind of develop a, a fast friendship. And um, Alberto's character is super interested in uh, these things called Vespas, which are like <laughs> motorized scooters. Mm-hmm. And he, there's a, a Vespa race apparently that goes on in this, in this little town in Italy that they, they, they end up in. And they befriend a, a young regular human girl. Uh, and, uh, so the movie is sort of all about, you know, friendship and Vespa racing <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of being accepted for who you are, even if you're different and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> that is sort of your, your, your little synopsis of Luca. Um, so Ryan, what did you think of this? I thought Luca was just a, it's a wonderful little movie. Um, the animation was beautiful. It's very vivid and imaginative. Um, it's a very sweet Pixar film. Um, it was something that uh, I was actually very surprised with. I, I uh, It looked from the trailer and stuff, it looked really cute. Um, but I, I actually really enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, the uh, storyline is, is pretty simple, and I, I think that's okay um, with, uh, with the way the film plays out because um, it still has an emotional resonance there that, that all Pixar films have. Um, and it, it is really just a film about being a kid um, and acceptance. Um, and, I, and it was just... Uh, a wonderful little movie and I, and I really um, had a good time um, watching it. I wish it would have come to theaters, not just Disney plus. Um, so that was a little bit sad that I couldn't see it on a big screen, but um, I'm glad that um, I was able to, to watch this film. Yeah. I really loved this movie. Um, I think it's probably my favorite film that I've seen so far this year. Um, and, and you're right. It is a, you said it's a little film and I, and I like that it's, um, its focus is kind of modest. It's just about, you know, the relationships between these kids and what's going on in, in their lives. And, it, you know, the, the animation is always with Pixar is beautiful. I thought I really loved this location, this Italian village and this Italian seaside. It was just, I think, very ev- evocative and, and just very well done. And also, I think it's set in the 50s or 60s, somewhere in that era. So it has kind of a nostalgic feel to it that I, that I was really drawn to. Um, yeah, I, I, I really loved it. You know, it's, it's such a sweet and gentle and, and joyful film. There's this really 
there's a sense of wonder that it manages to evoke several times. I, I just love, you know, they're, they're, they're young adults. They're, they're, you know, they're coming into adulthood and they have all these dreams and ambitions. And, um, it just does a wonderful job of kind of evoking the wonder of learning and, and coming into the world. And for them, they're really discovering a whole new world. You know, there's a, there's a lot of wonderful metaphors in this movie. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's a little film and simple, but I think there's, there's real depth to, um, you know, the, the, uh, the philosophy that underlies, um, and the, the point that it's trying to make, it makes trying to make many points. And so I, th- I feel like it's a very rich film, even if it is simple. Yeah. This is actually probably at least so far, my favorite film of 2021, um, it is it is pretty direct and, and, and simple, but it, it's good, and I found it moving. Um, you know, the voice acting here is, is good. You know, you've got like I said earlier, Jacob Tremblay, and and uh, you also have Maya Rudolph, Jim uh, Gaffigan. So you know, you've got you've got some good voice voice talent here. Now, it's interesting. So it, it is trying to make some some points, and part of that is acceptance. You know, so. Um, this is an Italian fishing village and, and they do not like fish. And there's, there's all this imagery. So when Luca and Alberto are walking around, there's all this imagery of, of like men, you know, killing fish, right? Whales and, or whatnot mm-hmm. and sea dragons and everything. Uh, and, you know, I mean, obviously Luca and Alberto kind of take that, you know, to heart. Um, and so of course, part of the, part of the moral of this film is, you know, for, for the, for the humans in this movie is, you know, to not, to not uh, hate those, you know, things that you don't know or don't understand. And, and I like that. That said, I also felt like um, the film does kind of place land above sea. And I don't mean that physically on geography, but I mean, it, so a couple of things I noticed. One, um, you know, Pixar usually does a really great job in visuals. And, mm-hmm. and the land, the above the ocean, the, the land visuals in this are just stunning. Mm-hmm. I felt, the, I felt the, the stuff that takes place underwater was a little flat. Um, and I don't know whether that was on purpose or, or what. Uh, and then also, it does seem, I mean, they're just the way that they talk up living on land and like, you know, you see all this, you know, the, the lush greenery and the sky and, the, and it, it, it certainly kind of places living in the ocean sort of like as a runner up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just found that to be sort of an interesting take, away, take on it when it was also trying to say like, Hey, you know, these, these sea creatures, they're, they're people too, or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's just me that thought that, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the emphasis on the the land and the sea um, and the animation and style. I, I looking back on that now that um, they did put a lot of uh, emphasis on, on being on land and the scenery and and just the life and the beauty of it, um, which was um, really neat to see. And how they kind of maybe they might have done it more on purpose of coming from Luca's perspective of how he's been in a sea creature his whole life and everything kind of looks the same to him and he's discovering something new for the first time. And so maybe that's a little bit more um, kind of pump and pulp into the being on land. Uh, The animation style um, did resemble 
um, to the likes of uh, Studio Ghibli um, and uh, a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of kind of emphasis on that style um, with the characters and, and animation. Um, a lot of uh, Italian filmmakers um, it was a big inspiration for the film, obviously, since it took place in, in Italy, mm-hmm. um, which was which was neat. Um, I know we've mentioned a couple times um, that the story was um, simple, but I think, and we've all said that that, that was okay, and that's actually a, a good thing. There was actually a, a richness to that sim- simplicity um, and had a lot of depth still to it. Um, it it's interesting is how... Uh, a lot of us seem to hold Pixar films to like a very high bar. And if it doesn't meet this Pixar criteria, you know, it seems like it's like uh, not good. Um, but we don't really do that to any other animated films. So if, uh, it was nice, actually. I think it found it a bit refreshing that it had this type of story of just being a kid and uh, just wanting to try something new for the first time and also the the power of acceptance and um, just a very sweet coming of age film actually had a lot of emotional depth to it um, and it really was uh, rewarding in the end um, so I think them putting more simplicity in the plot actually benefited the film and gave it more of a whole in the end which was uh, really neat to see. Yeah, I'm I'm one who usually by the end of a of a Pixar film has tears in my eyes. And uh this one was no different. Even though, you know, it's it's a more modest film, it still has that emotional depth and yeah, there's there's some events that happen at the end that I thought were really packed a, an emotional wallop and and um were really effective. Um I I don't know. Going going back to your point, Matt, because I thought I think it's interesting. My only my only explanation with the emphasis on land is is the fact that we're kind of seeing this movie from Luca's point of view, and this is the first time that he's experiencing land, mm-hmm. and so I and it's the first time that he's learning all about what goes on above the above the waters. So I think maybe it's just because we're seeing it from his perspective that everything is kind of land focused. Maybe in the in the next movie <laughs> they'll go underwater and we'll see all the wonders that that await us underwater. But Luca two under Luca, the sea. Yes, uh, yeah, that's my my only explanation for that. So something I found interesting about this movie is, and I'd heard about it before we watched it, so I, you know I did have that sort of in my head. Um, is there's been some chatter offline about like uh, well, outside of the film about uh, is there a gay subtext to it? And the the writer director uh, has said like you know when he when he did this he's like I did not that was not any intent of mine although he said hey you know if that's what you want to take away from it cool but you know I don't know it's weird when we were watching it and Ashley and I were watching it I was just like yeah totally like I was totally feeling this sort of sort of gay undertone but in then in the in the you know I don't know it's been a couple of weeks now since we watched it. Uh, I, I sort of thought about it and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to do that or if it's, um, if it's just sort of more like the perspective that everybody who watches something brings to it. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there's been certain people who have watched it and like, they've like not picked up on that at all. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it's just maybe more like, you know, like we're fond of saying on this show, like, you know, we bring ourselves to not just movies, but any type of art. Uh, and that kind of informs our, our appreciation of it or lack thereof and our takeaway. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, Ryan, what did, what did you think about that? I saw that chatter online as well. Um, and I got a little hints of that, I think, during the movie, um, just as a small undertone. Um, if anything, I think the movie's um, message of acceptance could really apply to that or any other kinds of things as being, you know, how um, everybody is uh, unique and how differences are strengths um, in the world and how we should um, not judge people and um, accept them for who they are. Um, so I think, um, I think if that, I think that was a, a kind of laid pretty, pretty strong in, into the movie, but um, yeah, I, I saw subtle hints of it, but um, I, I think you're right though with um, you you bring yourself to the film. And so, you know, you'll, you can, everybody can get different things out of uh, a movie um, from their perspective. Yeah. And I do wonder too if, for <clears throat> for example, "Call Me by Your Name" did not exist as a movie, <laughs> if 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 that would have been if people would have inferred as much because that's also a movie that takes place in in beautiful sunny Italian countryside and and uh, two young men who mm-hmm. are you know <clears throat> befriending each other and then there's even like a train there's even a train scene in both of these movies that's <laughs> that's very heart wrenching, um, so yeah, but I mean that all aside. I think this is just a a wonderful, sweet movie. And, uh, you know, it's not all that long. It's like just an hour. It's like 95 minutes. Um, so, you know, um, and I, I agree with you, Ryan. I wish, um, I wish this had been released in theaters. So is there a trend here? Like, so I know when the pen, right when the pandemic hit, Onward came out in theaters mm. and then it quickly had to like move it to Disney plus, I think. Um, yeah. And then at the end of last year, Soul came out, which was another Pixar movie. That was a strictly, you know, obviously that was still in the pandemic, but that was a strictly Disney Plus film. And now, you know, <laughs> now this is a strictly Disney Plus Pixar movie. So is do you think this is uh, the wave of things to come or? No, I. Um, they did announce that the next Pixar film um is supposed to be released in theaters. So I think, I don't think it's a trend that's going to stay. It has been a little frustrating though, because Disney hasn't been consistent in what they released to only streaming and what they released as like a hybrid to premium access and in theaters. Um, like Luca and soul went straight to just Disney plus, uh, Raya was released to theaters, but also had premium access. Um, Corella and Black Widow, same in the theaters, but also you can do premium access. So it's been really a weird strategy from Disney. I don't, I haven't quite understood who calls the shots or why they, why they choose certain films over the other. Um, so, but yeah, I don't think it's going to stick, but I, I do wish they would <laughs> do a better job of um, making it more equal for the films and not putting one above the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, only Disney knows what their strategy <laughs> is. So, uh, what would you give this out of ten, Ryan? I would give this um, an eight point three. 
Okay, Ashley? I'm giving it a nine. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give it an 8.7. So our score is an 8.6. Is that right? I guess. Yeah, 8.6. It's on the tomato meter with a certified fresh critic score of 90% and an audience score of 88%. So um, definitely would recommend this one. It's an 8.6 from us. Ryan, thank you, uh, as always, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thank you.